Hey there, horror fans. My name is Justin. And my name is Brandon. And this is Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Where every other week, Justin and I get together and we talk about all things horror. Movies, games, you name it, we cover it. So come check us out wherever you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Google Play. You can get a hold of us at podandgore at gmail.com, as well as on Instagram and Twitter at gore underscore pod. Hello and welcome to A Nerd's World. I am your sensei, Andrew. And I am your daniel son, Justin. Justin-san. Justin-san. Uh, I'll make sure... That was terrible. <laughs> I thought I'd try something new because... Uh, I get you. You know, today is a special episode of A Nerd's World podcast. Mm. It's a requested episode yeah. of The Karate Kid. Yeah, our very first, I believe, uh, listener request. Yes, thanks to Ty. So, thank, thank you, Ty. Ty. Right. Hey, no. we tied. Get it? <laughs> oh, he hasn't heard. <laughs> he hasn't heard those jokes before. <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine he would have. We're we're far too witty to copy off someone else's jokes. Yep. So, yeah, we're not just talking about the main movie of the 1984 movie. We're talking about the whole franchise. Mm-hmm. I even watched the Jackie Chan one last night. All right. Well, why don't we jump right into it then? Mm-hmm. So what is your experience with Karate Kid? Like even snippets or any? Um, you know, I, I'm a kid of the 80s. I was born in like 87 or so. So, I mean, I was always aware of them. And I feel like I've seen snippets here and there. And of course, you know, it's parodied all the time. How I Met Your Mother was a good intro. And But my only real one that I've watched is the one I watched last night with Jackie Chan. Yeah. I used to do movie reviews and post them on Facebook for no one to read. And <laughs> and I it came out when I was doing that. It was like 2009, 2010. 2010, yeah. yes. And I watched it and I loved it. I don't know why after watching it last night, but I liked it a lot back in 2010. How can you not like Jackie Chan, at least? You he know? makes it. He's like the Tom Cruise of China, basically. Fair enough. <laughs> Same height. Well, and crazy stunts. <laughs> True. Jumping off buildings and shattering your ankle. Yep, yep. That's that's all him. <laughs> what about you, Andrew? Well, for me, I didn't really... You know, I've, I've seen snippets of Karate Kid, like when it was on TV, mm-hmm. like the last hour and a half of it or hour... Sure. of it you know i mean i liked it i didn't really get into it sure. at first and then a couple years later my cousin uh we were just hanging out and he's young he was like uh eight nine or so he flipped through the channels and karate kid was on it it was just starting and i never seen the beginning of karate kid i knew <laughs> kind of what happened you just knew that daniel won <laughs> i knew daniel came from jersey mm-hmm. and because yeah and and that was it. So I never seen the beginning of it. So I was like, oh, let's let's watch this. And I didn't. I we had to leave midway of it. But from what I saw, I was like, okay, I like this a lot. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot better than <laughs> I should seen the beginning all these years ago. It definitely helps to see the whole movie. Yeah, but uh, no, he he apparently they were having a marathon that day, so mm-hmm. he binge watched it and told me about it. I was like, oh, good. I'm glad you liked it. You know, so. Again, not uh, seen parts of 
of the other movies throughout my life, you know, snippets from two, nothing of three, which I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, the fourth one, yes, <laughs> we'll get to it too. Of course. And the Jackie Chan one, but I've only seen that like twice. Yeah. Third time now after getting this request. Yeah, I think I'm up to four now. And a new web series that came out just mm-hmm. two years ago. Yeah. So I can't wait to talk about that as well. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things, and it's definitely on my list but it's a very long list yeah. that gets added to almost every day. So. Yeah. So, all right. So, Karate Kid, it was created by screenwriter Robert Mark Kamen. He is also known for co-creating the Transporter series. Hmm. Uh, you know, going like, I'm going to take a load and I'm going to transport it somewhere. That guy. Yeah, I'm with And... <laughs> Just doing a bad impression of uh, what's his name, Jason Statham. Yeah, Jason Statham. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Taken. I won't do that <laughs> accent, but uh, Liam Neeson's "Give Me kid. Back My Family" movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he based it on his life. I mean, supposedly in the, from the 1960s when he was being bullied and took karate class or uh, several different karate classes for lessons Mm -hmm. one of which he said one teacher was a bit too rough like he was a lot more aggressive and then went to a different sensei and learned some of his other karate moves Hmm. and then also uh, one of the producers while they were making this story happen he claimed he saw an article where uh, around that time in the 80s uh, early 80s of a kid who was bullied and won a karate championship. I don't know if he fought the bullies or not, but sure, it was some kind of story to it. So that mm-hmm. was kind of combined all together. Uh, it's owned by Columbia Pictures. Yeah, I mean, I kind of it's hard to get into the whole thing when you got to start like at the first movie. So sure, sure. I'm just gonna go through each movie, okay, and we'll get to a list and throw in some fun facts for you, folks. Fair enough. So. We got the first movie, the original Karate Kid, 1984, June 22nd, directed by John Avildsen, who also was known for directing Rocky. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, early 70s. It's basically almost the same movie. Yeah. But there was something a little bit different and memorable about this movie than than what he first claimed, thought, like, oh, it's not going to go anywhere. But mm-hmm. uh, they hire Ralph Macchio to play... The lead character, Daniel LaRusso, they originally wanted Sean Penn and Charlie Sheen to play the... <laughs> which, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, Sean Penn was kind of doing that uh, Ridgemont High, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think that came before this movie. I'm not sure. And, yeah, I, could, I could see that, especially young Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I'm thinking of... Uh, oh, Outsiders? Oh, I didn't think of that one, but <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of... I don't know if Charlie Sheen's... I think Emilio's in that one. I don't know if... I'm he is. That up. I've, I've seen a picture of them recently, so... <laughs> and Rob Lowe. Yeah. <laughs> and Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it all comes back. Yep. No, it was uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off where I was mm. thinking of him, but he looks too bad boy to be on that. So the movie is about a kid coming from Jersey, uh, Daniel LaRusso's character, who... Gets bullied and gets saved by an old man who is uh, Mr. Miyagi, played mm-hmm. by Noriyuki Pat Moriata. Or Moriata. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry if I'm butchering his name. We try. Who I did not know 
that one that he speaks perfect English. I feel bad not <laughs> not knowing that. He was a comedian hmm. and has some really actually funny jokes. I spent I think I spent more time like watching more of his videos of old stand up. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, I had no uh idea. Uh, he's been on uh, Happy Days as a character introduced a couple seasons in. So yeah, he he's had some comedy kind of uh, background. Background, but originally a producer did not want him to be in this movie at all. Hmm. He kept fighting to not have him in it. But when uh, Cayman was kind of set his eyes on him to play. Mr. Miyagi, it wasn't until when he finally got the chance to audition for the role, he kind of brought out that Miyagi character, you know, speaking uh, slow and uh, steady. And and that's when he kind of said, okay, let's, I I regret not putting him up sooner. So it's pretty cool that he got in. So he teaches him uh, karate to uh, Daniel LaRusso's character. And the style of it was called Gojo Ryo, which is Japanese for hard, soft style of karate. Fair enough. Yeah. And uh, the bully that is uh, supposedly bully, I put that in quotations now, mm-hmm. uh, is played by William Zapka as Johnny Lawrence, who originally started to pick on Daniel just because he started talking to his girlfriend, Elizabeth Shu. Uh, character Allie. Is there a movie in the eighties she wasn't in? <laughs> well, she so she actually came onto this movie to put on her s- studies on hold at Harvard just to be in this movie. So we're oh, wow. lucky to have her. Well, of course, always. Kind of wish we had her back for the sequels. I'll sure, explain sure. later. And Miyagi wanted to help Larusso, so he takes him to the actual dojo, Cobra Kai. Uh, top by Martin Cove's character, Crease. And like in a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Crease. <laughs> yeah, no, the the dojo I mean, pretty much this movie had some best quotes mostly from the Cobra Kai members. Uh No Mercy or uh Strike First, Strike Hard, No Mercy. Mm-hmm. Uh, get him a body bag and and sweep the leg. Oh, sweep the leg. Which I'm wearing a Cobra Kai T-shirt that I literally just got today. That is very ha- nice. Yes, you know, I, you better not intimidate me, man. I know some moves now. <laughs> <laughs> and on the back of the shirt, it actually says "Sweep the leg." Oh, so that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm glad I I got it. Uh, Miyagi convinces them to not beat up on Daniel anymore and save it for a tournament, the All Valley Tournament. Um, in their area mm-hmm. to so he could uh, earn their respect by fighting but as we come later on crease doesn't really care about that as much but the boys seem to do in the movie this movie also introduces the song you're the best around, around. nothing's gonna keep you down by joe esposito which originally the song was made for rocky three Really? Yeah, and it's kind of funny when I looked into it that it makes perfect sense because in the beginning of the song, it goes like, history repeats itself. And uh-huh. I'm thinking like, you know what? That would make more sense for Rocky Three. <laughs> yeah, that would make much a lot more sense for a sequel to something. Yeah, and I, I love the training, or uh, not the training, but the when they're in the All-Valley Tournament, they do this long tracking shot of 
about 500 extras like a lot mm-hmm. of them a uh, bunch of them kids like doing actual karate and oh that's cool then they do a montage playing that song and i love the karate moves it just it just pumps you up you know and <laughs> i can see why this made karate awesome in america yeah i even took karate if you didn't know that i did not know that my, my sensei was all. my sensei it drives my wife nuts whenever i mention my sensei he <laughs> taught me uh you know how to deal with the uh, temperature of my body and also be <laughs> like edward norton in the hulk <laughs> yep like he was that kind of sensei mm-hmm. but you know I, I i didn't really go anywhere i think i was like one stripe yellow or something or i don't know some i don't actually know the whole belt the level because as i was reading for some of these people like uh william zabka uh johnny lawrence had wrestling in his background so he took uh, karate classes and he also continued doing those karate classes even after the movie. So hmm. I think I read he had double green belts or or a type of black belt. I can't I read two different articles that yeah. said something amongst those lines. So it, it's kind of cool that some of these kids actually continued on. Yeah. And what's a little bit funny is that these kids were not all kids like uh Ralph Macchio was 22 years old. It's going to say classic uh Old school movies casting 20 and 30 year olds well, like actually, Spider-Man, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. But he actually looked like a kid. You yeah, know, he And did. it's kind of, he looked like a 16 year old, you know, and mm-hmm. he he just ages very slowly, you know, <laughs> even to this day, he's in his 50s and he looks like he's 30 or. Yeah, I mean, I saw him in uh, How I Met Your Mother because, you know, Barney was a huge Karate Kid fan and a William Zapka fan and shit and. They actually bring Ralph Macchio on for one of the episodes, and he, knowing that now that he would have been in his forties, fifties at that point, like he saw that pretty damn well. Yeah, that was uh, they first introduced that idea in How I Met Your Mother in two thousand nine, season four, episode fifteen, the Stinsons episode, yes. where <laughs> I know I did too much research. <laughs> I yes. I had a lot of fun with this. I'm glad, <laughs> but Barney kind of makes a statement, going like, "Yes, does." The movie tells of a hard kid who learned karate and but was beaten by some nerd kid from <laughs> the city where Zapka actually knew karate and, and then later on He's in, the karate kid. In season eight, uh episode twenty two, Bro Mitzvah, that's when they had everyone come in and playing themselves and William Zapka eventually was kind of like almost like a regular character yeah as kind of his best man to his wedding so it's kind of funny that how that all perfectly fit together Mm -hmm. so back to the original movie there was also another person who kind of taught and made sure the choreography for all the karate moves in the movie went well it's by pat johnson he was a student of chuck norris and was and he's also in the movie. Uh, he's the referee for mm. most of the movie. And he actually has his own toy as well. Of course. Uh, Remco had a toy brand mm-hmm. that had this movie and Karate Kid 2. And you get like a karate stand. And yeah, these toys are pretty... The commercials itself are worth the watch. Just... Oh, yeah. I watched the one that you sent me. It was like... 
Classic old school 80s Remco commercial. It felt like a 90s commercial, though. Like just all these kids just getting jazzed up, going like, all right, it's a fight, fight. (laughs) And then they're just talking, like going like, all right, LaRusso, you you know, karate chop his butt. (laughs) Sweep the leg. (laughs) But the action moves, whoever was moving them were, you know, someone had some hand skills. So this movie just hit the right time of like early for an early 80s movie this really brought out like i don't know just everyone just remembers this movie specifically a lot you know that standed yeah. a lot longer the test of time yeah i don't know what it is but like I, I don't think i've even ever seen the whole thing but there is just something about it that has i mean wax on wax off is something they ended up you know adopting in like the ninja turtles movies but even then i knew it was a karate kid thing even though i had never even seen karate kid like it's so permeated the zeitgeist to use some big words for no reason that <laughs> it, it's just it's always been there it's crazy yeah and uh there's a scene in the movie i i don't know if you remember or seen but in the movie mr miyagi has kind of a somber drunk moment uh machio goes to his place and He's drunk because he's not only talk. He's talking about his uh, forty-four second uh, regime that he was in in the army, and hmm. also discussing about uh, his wife who died with a miscarriage. I think that's what it was. I hmm. can't can't remember. I watched a lot of movies real sure, sure. quick, but yeah, they did something kind of different in the the newer one. Yeah, so that actually got him an Oscar nomination. Hmm. If you didn't know that for Best Supporting Actor in 1985. Originally, uh, one of the producers wanted that scene out of there because they thought it would be kind of weird for a kid to come into, but they kind of did it kind of perfectly in getting his character side and just going like a bonsai. Yeah, that was one of the things, like I said, watching the newer one uh, last night, because Jackie Chan's character, I think he calls himself Mr. Han. Mm Mm-hmm. He has a moment very similar to that that may or may not be on my list later. And yeah, I, it, to me, I was thinking up until that point, like, it's Jackie Chan, so you're always entertained by him, and he's doing a great job. But that moment after he smashes up his car and tells the story of his wife and kid, that's when you invest in him. And you go, oh shit, this is what this guy's really all about. And he becomes a character. So I can't imagine that not being in the movie because otherwise he would just be, you know, a caricature of himself. Yeah, I I can't imagine this also not being in the movie because I I like the relationship they just built. It's not just teacher and student. It was also like uh, a friendship. Yeah, yeah. He goes to the, all after being trained, all the crazy moves. Um, to learn about defense only at the all valley tournament though when they're doing their karate have you seen the clip though of the crane uh yeah so that crane move is actually a very illegal move no oh. <laughs> at least for california as uh one of the ref uh someone in the group actually told him like yeah no this is illegal like you can't just kick him in the face like that you have to actually <laughs> oh that's good to know do a fight move you have to it's more for points yeah even though the cobra kai did you know do some shady moves they were still legal kind of moves more or less kind of except for one of them getting uh disqualified for the legal use of you know 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he wins the All Valley Tournament, and everyone's happy, happy end. But we go into Karate Kid too. Even karate, or <laughs> I don't know about that because. <laughs> So the movie just starts off with like what kind of should have been the end. I mean, the end of the first movie was pretty good because he's being hauled away by the crowd. And mm. even uh, Zapka brings him the trophy going like, you're all right, man. And happy faces everywhere. Yeah. But the movie kind of starts off with them just probably like half an hour after the tournament. And they're walking into the parking lot and you see Kreese like pretty much physically abusing Zapka breaking his trophy, going like, "This is what second place gets you," and he's kind of strangling him. And Jesus, yeah, Miyagi confronts him. You know, like, "Leave that boy alone." And, mm-hmm. Which this is kind of funny because in the first movie, it's more of his stunt double that kind of does most of the speed work, and it looks right. pretty natural because the the guy who played Miyagi's stunt double was also a karate master and he had his own students be the the cobra kai kids so they did it in one take to oh, that's cool yeah it made it look pretty real but in this one i mean af- pretty much after that first movie miyagi's like so slow mm. like because crease like throws a punch and crease breaks his hand through glass on both hands you know making his knuckles bleed as you do yeah and miyagi just kind of moves out the way on the side like (laughs) now i'm over here now it's so slow and it's (laughs) but you know miyagi does his own kind of humor like grabbing his nose going like i'll punch your lights out (laughs) (laughs) that was what i liked about miyagi is that he's yeah i don't know just not just the wax on wax off but uh, there'd be moments where Lou Russo would be asking him, like, oh, what kind of belt do you have? Oh, JC Pen- Penny's 279. <laughs> Very nice, huh? No, no, no. I, God damn. <laughs> and, uh, or later on, like, you know, uh, you know how to sweep? Oh, yeah, I do. And he goes in the dojo. He's like, oh, perfect. I'm going to learn. Uh, brings out a broom. Yeah, it's like, oh, Miyagi, come on. <laughs> so, even though he knows what he's doing. So yeah. in the second movie, he gets a letter that his father's dying. LaRusso joins him out of friendship for over the summer. They go to Okinawa, it, where his character's from, but this is actually filmed in Hawaii. Sure. They build a small village there, and originally he left the island, or left the place because him and his best friend were kind of rivals, taught the same way from Miyagi's dad mm-hmm. but they he, the guy Sato wanted to kill or uh, do a karate match to the death with him so his whole time since he's out there for his dying dad uh Sato keeps on going like we finish this now <laughs> <laughs> I know your dad's dying but you want to have a death match let's do a death match well, th- there's some respect there he kind of goes like since out of respect for my sensei, I will give you three days to grieve and leaves. <laughs> well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. But he's a very powerful businessman, so he kind of owns a lot of the land. And he, he has a nephew who's a major jerk, which I, I actually love his character. He's uh, kind, of a, kind of an idiot. Well, not an idiot, just like a mean dude 
kind of ripping off the villagers, even mm-hmm. though this village people seem like they know he's either ripping him off or he's such a bad guy, and yet they don't arrest him or don't do anything. He's hmm. yeah, he's just kind of a crazy dude who that's who Larusso fights at the end. Yeah, throughout the movie, uh, Daniel meets a new girl because in the very beginning, like, we don't see Elizabeth Shue's character anymore. She goes off to Harvard. So they rid her, rid her out. Just uh, Daniel comes driving in with his car going like, oh, yeah, Mi- Miyagi, my my day is horrible. Uh, uh, Allie, she goes off with some guy from UCLA. And yeah, <laughs> hey, yo. that's it. Well, yeah, he kind of talks Forget about it. <laughs> He kind of talks a little bit like a young Sylvester Stallone's character, or Rocky's character, yeah. going like, oh, forget about a Miyagi, and <laughs> or, oh, no. or it gets too excited over like business ventures. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, in the movie, uh, eventually Sato and Miyagi settle their differences, and, and LaRusso meets a new girl who wants to be a dancer. Of course. And uh, played by Tamalin Tamita as Kumiko. So I thought I'd try to give a shout out to some of these people I written down. So they sell their differences because a storm went through the village and Miyagi, as he's trying to help Sato, Sato's going like, uh, I'm going to fight you now. Uh. <laughs> I'm like, dude. <laughs> just like rebuild your damn house and well, move on. Well, Sato was just going like, oh, you're going to fight me while I'm down. I'm like. Maybe he's gonna help you. Dick. He could just leave you there. You know? I think I but would've. he he saved him and he changed his mind. He you know helps gives the deed back to the villagers and I think his name was Chance or the the asshole kid. Yeah. So uh, he eventually kind of dishonors his uncle and fights Larusso at a party, which like holds a girl at knife point you know going like we fight now and i'm going like dude you crazy mother you know can't you just <laughs> let him have a drink for christ's sakes like let's just watch the movie we don't need you to I, I know like the movie felt like it was about to be over and he just pops in and they just have a quick fight you know but yeah so that movie ends uh, several of the video computer games and SNES, uh, Super Nintendo, a lot of the games were kind of based off of this movie more because they, oh, well, they kind of had the exotic location, like it's, no. not, and they're not too. I don't know the the Super Nintendo one looked all right because you get to break ice <laughs> for oh. bonus points. That's cool because that was kind of a thing in the movie. They put out a couple sheets of ice for Daniel to break, and he does. Of course he so. does. Because he's the best around. And after that, we get the Karate Kid number three. Oh, man. I I showed you a clip mm-hmm. of of that movie. Best so, bad guy ever going into a yes. crazy tirade for no reason. Oh, about my God. Nothing. So this movie starts out uh, re-showing what happened to Kree's Sido. Like, after breaking that glass, he's kind of walking down to his empty dojo for this is like nine months later Mm -hmm. so he brings the keys to who owns the building a millionaire war buddy of his named terry silver and had the ponytail and knows karate and it's like crazy rich steven seagal but not steven seagal uh except more likable (laughs) all right i like him way more uh uh thomas ian griffith yeah, you know, I that name sounds familiar. 
I I have to look that up. He's he's played some other roles. So anyway, there. Crease was like, "Hey, I got I I don't have any more students." He's like, "What nonsense! You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna send you to Tahiti, and you're gonna get with these two girls, and I'm gonna help you get revenge on these, on this one student and old man." And I'm just what you do. I guess uh, he saved his life in Vietnam, so he's. I guess was taught the Cobra Kai way, and because as he's dropping off at the airport, he gives him a line going, "Cobra Kai never dies." <laughs> and oh no! So I'll play a clip here of uh, that whole interaction. But he's talking to him on the phone, go telling him his plan. When I'm finished with that kid, he'll be begging me to be his teacher. And you know what he's going to learn from me? Pain in every part of his body and fear in every part of his mind. <laughs> and here's the kicker. He's going to thank me for it. Johnny, by the time the little twerp steps into the ring to defend his title, I'm going to have him thinking he's invincible. And then he's going to find out what pain and fear really mean. Right in front of a thousand people. How do you know he'll compete? He'll compete. Don't worry about it. You just have fun. Go give Mamona and her girlfriend a squeeze for me. How do you know about Mamona? I know. <laughs> hey, anything else you want? Yeah. Make his knuckles bleed. Hey. Hey, I like that. Oh, I like that, Johnny. I'm going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he gets very, very excited about the knuckle bleeding. Yes, yeah. it's, it's so over the top, crazy, it is stupid, way over acting. the top. <laughs> I mean, it's what we're in the '90s at this point. No, this is '89. Uh, '89, close enough. Batman, the the movie time. Yeah, well, so it, it all tracks. When Larusso was uh, 28, I think, and he this is where he actually looks like his he's showing some age. Yeah. But what's funny is this Terry Silver guy is actually four months younger than <laughs> Ralph Macchio. Let's get this kid. He's Even though four yeah, months older, but than he looks me. so much older. Like he's yeah, young he in the he's young in the face, but like he's taller. He's got yeah. a gruffer voice and the long ponytail hair. Yeah, so he's directly after that whole uh, his whole crazy plan, as he tells him after to make uh, daniel larusso pay Mm -hmm. he he goes to some of his assistants and it's like all right i want you to put all my business on hold tell him hold the nuclear waste and all those (laughs) uh indictment i'm being or whatever being sued for Mm -hmm. and for the next two weeks i'm focused on revenge and (laughs) this millionaire (laughs) let's put Billions of dollars on hold and millions of lives at risk just to so that we can... Get revenge and build up Cobra Kai, I guess. Uh, I guess that was a very pop... His moneymaker? <laughs> I can't it fe- see that as possible, but I- sure. Why not? It was the 80s. Everything <laughs> this was- made me a lot of money. <laughs> that, that's how he kind of talked, people. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just kind of... It, it's brutal. I'm so glad I didn't have to suffer through that movie. <sighs> You know, the reason why I couldn't make a top list of, like, what I liked of the Karate Kid, like, I like the good Karate Kid movies. Yeah. Or the the first, the first one, one. But I can't help but love the third one and fourth one because of 
the ridiculous factor in it mm-hmm. and the actors kind of made it enjoyable. Yeah, so uh Terry Silver hires a karate champion, another kid named uh what's his name? Mike Barnes. Crazy face guy, like intense dude, which this is another weird business like I don't know how this guy makes millions of dollars because this young karate guy comes to him and go like, yeah, you said if I beat this uh, kid, I get 25% in stock of your Cobra Kai uh, dojo. So he goes like, oh yeah, that's that's what it is. I was hoping 50%. The most I can go is 35. I'll see you later. Wait a minute, kid. We'll go 50 you know <laughs> just go like dude <laughs> i'll give you half my stake in this business to... well in a karate dojo business i don't get <laughs> you'll get five bucks i'll get five bucks and we'll just be able to buy a cheeseburger it's fine just expect a 50 th- million return you know on <laughs> how much this dojo is gonna make you I guess yeah it was he the flew 80s. him yeah he flew him over you know so while that's all going on miyagi and Daniel returned back from Okinawa around that time and they're talking on Daniel going to college, but he spends his college money to make Miyagi's dreams come true by opening a bonsai shop or bonsai tree shop. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of a weird (laughs) business venture. Sounds like a perfect third eighties movie uh, trope. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm just so glad it's not the 80s, 90s, or early 2000s anymore. <laughs> so he meets a yeah he meets a girl there uh, named Jessica, played by Robin Lively. Uh, they didn't make a relationship happen with this, even though he broke up with that other girl from Okinawa. Yeah. Uh, so this was not Daniel's uh, uh, Ralph Macchio's favorite movie because it it was kind of really rushed, putly together and it almost had the same storyline as the first movie just more ridiculous characters Mm -hmm. but he kind of suggested not to do this because he was 27 or yeah he was 27 at the time and she was 17 or 16 like way too young he felt uncomfortable and also yeah he was married at the time so he didn't want to get his wife jealous or, or or out of respect or something so yeah so that that's what married life does to you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to think about it. Yeah. So they just built a platonic friendship between this girl who owned a pottery shop across the street from them. So during this time, Mike Barnes is like harassing him like greatly, almost to the point of murder on a cliff. Huh. It's like, all right, I need you to sign up on this karate tournament, you know, or, or else. else. So, yeah. He just has to beat him at this all valley karate tournament because somehow that will make everyone go hey i should join cobra kai because they beat the famous daniel larusso who used an illegal kick (laughs) (laughs) to win and it's fine yeah i uh, yeah (laughs) this yeah i know you're not winning me over to the karate kid side (laughs) (laughs) well he was originally trying not to be in it just because he he did it not for points or bragging rights he just did it for defense against the original cobra kai Mm -hmm. this one was kind of forced into to it so during that time terry silver pretended to be a nice guy to daniel 
going like, hey, I want to help you train, my man. You know, I know <laughs> I know these moves. So he teaches him the Cobra Kai way and made his knuckles bleed. Of course. The ultimate revenge. <laughs> yep. And but eventually he reveals that he was, he's friends with Kreese and Kreese comes out, even though Daniel was told that he's dead, <laughs> but he's back from the dead. Of course he is. It was, it's really ridiculously, it's so funny. They're just all like, you know, popping out going, ah, yes, you're not going anywhere, Daniel. (laughs) We're going to win and beat you. This sounds like an old, like, G.I. Joe cartoon. It it very much (laughs) felt like that. So we get to the All-Valley Tournament after that confrontation. He trains with Miyagi. They're friends again, you know, getting... Oh, buddy, buddy. Hmm. And he wins against Mike Barnes. Mike Barnes kind of get, gets a little crazy going like, you're you are garbage, Luruso. You're shit. You're Miyaki shit. You know, he just goes on a shit tangent. You know, I'm trying not to swear much, but in that, oh. in that, in that part, it was just, he says it like six times in, <laughs> in a span of like five seconds. Jesus. They lose, even though Miyagi... The lesson here was more of like, you know, don't let fear control you. You know, I know you're afraid of this guy, but yeah. For some reason, because they say you should be. (laughs) But yeah, so they win. They ended up the exact same way. So that's over. We got. (laughs) So we get to the cartoon. (laughs) I know. I'm I'm trying to be quick. A lot of legs for something that's a very thin premise. Well. So the first one made a good deal of money. The second one made a lot more money. The third one didn't make so much as the first one. That makes a lot of sense. We get to the fourth movie. Oh, well, hold on. Let's get to the cartoon. Let's get to the cartoon. Made in 1989. It has the premise of what looks like a Jackie Chan Adventures-like series. Mm -hmm. If you know that cartoon. Oh, yeah. uh, They're trying to... Miyagi, uh, LaRusso, and this girl are trying to get this artifact that keeps getting out of their grasp. It only lasted for 13 episodes. Uh, produced by Dick Animation, Saban Entertainment, and Columbia Pictures. Aired on NBC for one season. 13 episodes. And originally meant for 65 episodes. Thank God so that close. didn't happen. <laughs> or else we would have seen a lot more Daniel on a torpedo surfing on it (laughs) jumping a shark yep yep so now we get five years later to the next karate kid being hillary swank in 1994 she she was 18 at the time she plays a girl named julie who is an orphan and her grandmother is friends with uh miyagi Mm -hmm. who comes over and visits her and sees kind of how much of a trouble girl she was. So he volunteers to stay behind, which it's such a weird, I don't understand. I, I'll make this one shorter because it's so convolutedly weird. Okay. She's kind of a angry kid, mm-hmm. but at the school that she goes to, her main, her uh, antagonists were Michael Ironside, Colonel Dugan, who runs a, school security team okay. and the security guys is like the 
oldest looking dudes <laughs> ever to play high school kids. And they are just on a more ridiculous level of bad guys. Like they're jumping off like uh, bungee jumping in at prom going like you know one of them gets hurt and they're going like what what are you doing he goes at least he was brave enough to try you know (laughs) (laughs) and he's like very aggressive like he's going to julie going like hey girls will go out with me like pretty much shaking her like like jeez dude (laughs) you can't say that on tv jesus well and yeah, it is just nuts. <laughs> Let's and just she say becomes the next karate kid. Yeah, so beats everybody up. Miyagi, yeah, the training in this is not good. It was because <laughs> he tried to do it. They make a joke going in there, going like, oh, "Wax on the wax off," and she's like, "I'm not gonna wax your car." And she <laughs> leaves. And so his other form of training was having her babysit three boys across the street. Yeah. Because that works for karate. Uh, At least watching the Jackie Chan one, there's that sort of twist where you go, oh, this is why he's doing that hanging the coat thing. It's like, oh, that actually makes perfect sense. But babysitting three kids? Well, yeah. I guess that's defense. You have to stop one from crawling away and stop another from eating a light bulb or something. Well, that's what with the whole, uh, the other three movies, they were... Like they brought in Miyagi's toy, which was like a drum set, like you put between your hands. He incorporated karate to that, mm, okay. uh, sand the floor. Yeah. Uh, you know, just they did all this other stuff to it. But in this fourth movie, no, none of that. <laughs> it, Miyagi actually kind of goes the opposite direction, like where he tried to avoid fighting. He only mm. learns to fight, to not to fight, only for defense only. Here he almost seems to like doesn't it's not too hard to convince him like Miyagi, I gotta fight this guy. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I've done this. This is my fourth time. Just, fine. Yeah. Like I know how this goes. Just okay, this, let's do it. At least it wasn't a tournament. It was at this dock that <laughs> yeah, I don't okay. this is after a problem that this uh this school security group keeps on going like we got to hang out at the docks. Let's go to the docks. And they finally, it's literally docks. Like, mm-hmm. like you see it, an old Batman movie or something. Hmm. And, uh, they blow up this dude's car and the Dugan character is like, finish him. Like, like murder wise. Like, <laughs> what do you think I'm, style. what do you think I'm training you guys for? Murder, like, obviously. Like, what? <laughs> when the, even the students were, like, he gets beaten by Miyagi, and the students are like, man, you told us you had all the answers. I'm like, you guys are stupid. What the heck? It's like a karate cult. Yeah, there, there was just a, a lot of backwards thinking with this fourth movie, and it did not, it, it made the money back, but, like, only Barely. six million. Yeah, like, not... Not very much. That's so, too bad. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> it made him stop. Oh, That's what's important. Gave Hillary Swank some more credits out yeah. there, I guess. So, anyway, we'll get to the Karate Kid 2010 movie. Uh-huh. So, finally, back to you. I'm I've been talking too much. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's your episode. That's oh, the whole I know. Thing. Oh, I need to talk about the whole thing. Yeah. I, you know, or what do you like about it? Well, I don't. It, I like 
the way it was set up. I mean, I watching it last night, I was like, God, I can't believe I I loved this movie back in 2010. And watching it last night, I was like, I like this movie now, I guess. Uh, Jaden Smith does an okay job. I think it's interesting hearing that, like, the first ones weren't really set in China or anything. It was just, he just happens to find this great karate master in Jersey, because that's how you do that. Well, uh, they he moved from California. Um, he moved from Jersey to California. Hmm. So, but... Even still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's California. Like, I get it, but still, I like that... You know, it it seems a little contrived nowadays because it's a trope that's been used a lot. But the idea that his his mom gets a job in China and they have to relocate and move, and you know, Jaden Smith's character gets picked on by these bullies as he's trying to you know sweet talk this girl, and Jackie Chan's just their janitor, basically the custodian of the building that they live in, and sees that. He, he keeps getting his ass whooped and intervenes and decides to help train him because of the giant dickhead that is running the dojo and yeah i it, it's kind of weird how i mean in in the good way this movie did a little bit better it wasn't like a ridiculous kind of yeah it didn't sensei he was more of like my way is right not yeah I'm not training them to be not just tough, but this is the way my karate is, and mm-hmm. and your way, Jackie Chan. I don't, I don't think he even looked at the kid much. You know, not he really. was more of intimidated by Jackie Chan. Mm-hmm. But he was he fucking <laughs> brutal. I mean, the the kids that he was training, like it was a lot like you were talking about with some of the earlier movies, where it's just like go for the fucking throat and you know, kill them all because that's what you do in karate, I guess. Well, like late as the movies get on. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it really made me hate that guy. Like very quickly I went from, you know, he's kind of a jerk and he makes some, you know, go a little bit too intense to be like, I, this is the most despicable character I've seen in a movie in a long time, and I watch horror movies all the time. Like that's just <laughs> something with kids, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's with... just like you're teaching these kids the the brutality is okay, and the you know going for the jugular all the time, and they try and get them to break Jaden Smith's leg at the end. And it's like cheese and rice. Like, well, I mean, again, a lot of that stuff happens in the first one, but they yeah. do subtle differences, like mm-hmm. like him going to being moved to china that's such a great it makes it make so much more sense yeah well i mean i mean you know kind of like isolated or something mm-hmm. like it happens with uh daniel but that's mostly because the bullies kind of almost scared some of the kids away yeah but he's going to a whole nother country and he doesn't know chinese yeah he or doesn't hardly. know the language he doesn't he has no friends he yeah, has nothing. you feel bad for the kid you yeah know? And Jaden does such a good job, you know, just like looking like he's, you feel when the kid gets hit, you know, and picked yeah. on. And I I just can't get over how much I love Jackie Chan when he fought, well, it didn't really fight the kids. He just used yeah, them. That's, to, I think that one's actually made my list. Uh, like, it's such a cool scene, but I mean, seeing 
Jaden in the park getting his ass handed to him by all these kids that know Kung Fu. After hearing your description of the first one, I was like, God, that seems so odd and tacked on and like this. Maybe you should watch it. Nope. <laughs> it feels like this could, nope. it, it could be two different movies. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. yeah. seem like those things like he learns karate of all things. Kung Fu. Like why? But in this, it makes sense because the kids that he's fighting know it. And he's in China, and that's, you know, sort of the culture and all of that stuff. And it, it makes sense that he would need to go down that route instead of becoming Rocky. Whereas, I feel like in the original, he could have just been Rocky and probably beaten those kids up anyway. Especially yeah. Billy. <laughs> well, well, and besides subtle difference, there is one other big difference. There's no actual karate being used in the, the 2010 Karate Kid. It's Kung Fu right. that they're, they don't even say, well, they only say karate because the mom was like, oh, what? How about you in this karate class? Kung Fu, mom. Kung, <laughs> Kung Fu. fu. <laughs> Different. I, I, I love young Jaden. <laughs> yeah, it's really too uh, bad. That's, well, <laughs> it's okay. He's got his, his choices. Stuff. He's, he does yeah. his things. But yeah, do you want to do your kind of your favorite yeah. things from it? Uh, so my number five, I did my five favorite uh, scenes from the movie as I was watching it last night and then I have a special category uh, that I'll get to at the end so my number five was when Jackie destroys the car and talks about his wife and kid dying in an accident like I was saying earlier it just it humanizes Jackie Chan's character so much and you instantly feel for him and he's breaking you know they show that he's been drinking the bottle's empty and he breaks down in the car and starts crying and you see a, a tear run down Jaden's cheek, and it's like this real bonding moment for them. Mm. Um, and number four was when they go to the temple at the top of the mountain, and they see the lady on the ledge with the cobra. Like, the whole scene is really beautiful and all the environment and stuff, but seeing that, it's one of those things, like, I can't think of another movie where they would just have some random lady you know mesmerizing a cobra it's a cool scene yeah no, well i mean just the way she moved and how Jaden kind of like tried to it, imitate her well but... in the first movie it's called the crane but in here they they kind of did something a little different like made it more of a snake maybe a reference to cobra kai perhaps or... maybe because yeah i kept kind of waiting for that and that makes a lot of sense thinking about that because they don't really call anything cobra kai Mm. They don't, you know, there's no real reference to that. And because I, it's not crazy American version. Cobra Kai. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that makes sense. That That's probably why they did the Cobra in the first place. I mean, it's a it's a badass name, I, you know. Oh, yeah. You got the shirt and everything. But I don't think they'd actually call anything that in China. Uh, number three is uh, the scene we were talking about earlier where they the bullies chase him through the city and then Jackie intervenes. And beats the shit out of a bunch of kids without even having to really hit them. I would, if I had the, a list for that movie, it just, that would always be my number one just because of the way that's Jackie Chan's style of choreography. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I love Jackie Chan. We got to do an episode in the future of just Jackie Chan. Oh, I'm sure we will one of these days. Yep. So, yeah. So. Uh, my number two is, uh, like we were talking about earlier, the jacket training. Mm. Um, 
when he finally reveals why, because then if you haven't seen it, what are you doing? Listen to freaking Karate Kid episode and you haven't watched Karate Kid like me. He has, Jackie has Jaden put his jacket on a hook and put it on the ground, then put it on himself, then take it off and then put it on the hook and he switches it up and all this stuff. And I, having seen it already, knew why, but as an audience member coming in fresh, you're like, why would he just be, keep having him do this? Is it a discipline thing? Is it a whatever? And then when they finally reveal why he was having him do these moves that they were actually correlating to kung fu moves and blocks and ducks and kicks and all these things it's like oh shit he's teaching him muscle memory Mm. and it's like it's such a cool holy shit moment for me in that movie and also he has so miyagi kind of says something similar in the original movies of why you know paint the fence and wax on wax off and sand the floor I'll say more of Jackie Chan style, just Kung Fu is everything mm-hmm. that everything you do can be related to Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Like every move you take, it's similar to what Miyagi says, but done in a better way. Right. With just the simple idea of like, take your jacket on and off and yeah. pick it up off the floor. And it's also teaching him like respect and a little bit of responsibility. And he's kind of a dick to his mom in the beginning. And he kind of leaves the jacket on. The floor. Yeah. Even though the hook's right there. And it kind of, I love when he first comes back from that first day and he just, not, without even thinking about it, he puts his jacket on the hook Yeah, and goes to his room. And it's like, it's just that subtle little thing that showed his progress without him realizing he was doing it. And number one is the final fight. Uh, except for the snake trance thing that he does with, I don't remember the opponent's name, mm. the dickhead bully kid that's been being a jerk to him the entire time. He does a good job, you know? Oh yeah, he's a very convincing jerk. Like, <laughs> it's... I, I think he's definitely, definitely more of a bully than, uh, William Zacka's character. Yeah. And I'll explain why in the <laughs> next part, but... Fair enough. Yeah, it, it was just a great fight. It was choreographed well, and... You know, they really beat the crap out of Jaden. And, I mean, talking about earlier, the coach guy, like, tells one of his people to break his leg, you know. And they tells another one to just beat the crap out of him, even if it gets him disqualified, which it does. And it's it's pretty intense and emotional, and it works pretty well. But my favorite part is that when I realized I could use a line from another one of my podcasts called Pod and Gore, and when we do those movies and talking about horror movies, we have our gore scorecard. And one of our categories is most wanted to die. (laughs) And in the entire movie, I just kept thinking, I just want this guy to die. And it is the, the evil coach. I don't know his name, but he is just the biggest piece of shit on the planet. And especially towards the end when he's like, just kill him. Like this, you're in this competition of Kung Fu. Just, just kill your opponent. It's fine. Break his leg. You know, get disqualified by beating the shit out of him. It's fine. I love the kids at the end that after that fight though, Mm -hmm. they all go to Jackie Chan and yeah. give him a respectable bow of yeah. like, you know, you are, I see your way now. Mm-hmm. You are the proper sensei. 
forget that, forget this guy who wanted us to murder. <laughs> yeah, I think that was almost more gratifying than Jaden winning because of course he's gonna fucking win. He's the Karate Kid. But his, <laughs> he's the Kung Fu Kid. He's the Kung Fu Kid. <laughs> but he's the Kung Fu Panda. But because all of the dickhead coaches pupils realize what an a-hole he is the entire time finally and go you know what screw you this guy's better that was awesome yeah no i agree so we have a bit of a break from that time that was 2010 but before that time and after there's a bunch of series of parodies with ralph macchio and how i met your mother Mm -hmm. uh commercials like oh for example of one of these is Ralph Macchio in Funny or Die, who they kind of play on making fun of his, just him in person saying, like, he's such a nice guy. He can't play a bad person mm-hmm. outside in real life. And he's just trying to be a bad guy, going to prostitutes, going like, <laughs> hey, what what can I get? And they just show him at the end, just hugging her, like, uh, <laughs> you know, this costs you 50. It's worth it. <laughs> It'll be okay. And, uh, one of the commercials I can think of is there's a brisk commercial, like just him versus Bruce Lee, like cartoon versions. Mm-hmm. Cobra Cove starring uh, Sensei Kreese going like, use this for sore muscles. And oh, God. <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings with uh, Zeb- William Zepka. That one's pretty funny. They're all, the uh, karate tournament was taking place on TV screen and these guys are going like, Hey, can we change the channel? Who watches karate? And Zapka stands up from the bar going like, hey. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, I like karate. It's good. You know? <laughs> Just keep it on. It's good stuff. Yeah. And, and of course, How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a song called Sweep the Leg called, uh, by No More Kings made in 2007, which actually kind of plays a little bit to what we're going to talk about next. It shows William Zapka living the johnny lawrence life but afterwards kind of resentful about uh daniel larusso's character Hmm. (laughs) he's in a trailer park and he just keeps watching the karate kid and (laughs) he's got a wife going like you you've been watching this every day i can't handle this anymore it's like that was an illegal kick and and the song's pretty good it goes uh sweep uh wait uh he's gonna sing everybody the leg (laughs) Well, it was a good, catchy tune. I, I recommend people check that out or buy it. Oh, there was also a short on Animaniacs, a parody of it, uh, Karate Boo. It's Chicken Boo. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember it, that. They they kind of make fun of a little bit more of Daniel LaRusso as a whiny uh, kid just mm-hmm. being outdone by a chicken. <laughs> so That's great. Then we get to Cobra Kai a web series made on YouTube Red at the time, but now it's YouTube Premium, Hmm. uh, set 34 years after the original Karate Kid where we get the point of view of Johnny Lawrence, William Zapka's character. Mm -hmm. Another reason why I love this show is that it gave me more of a reason to finally find... Well, someone lend me the DVD... Well, actually, Ty lend me the DVDs. (laughs) So I got those, uh, but then I... I just bought it on Voodoo. I I loved it right away. Sure. So it's the point of view of Johnny Lawrence, kind of you know, kind of in a a rut, living in a crappy apartment, similar to where 
Daniel LaRusso's character was at in the beginning at a bad apartment complex and eating crappy pizza from a diner doesn't have a good relationship with uh, ex-wife and kid. And so he's kind of hanging out outside a quickie Mart looking place. And Mm -hmm. this kid from his apartment complex named Miguel is getting beaten up by his classmates and he pulls a Miyagi like, Hey, you know, get away from, you know, yeah. originally it was kind of getting them away from his car, but then they chose to fight him. And oh, of course he beats up the kids using karate moves, which he could still actually definitely kick your butt. Yeah. I, like seeing him on how I met your mother. I'm pretty sure like he still studies it and he still does it. Well, and it's still he can, part of, he could definitely still do the moves. He's, he was like moving his legs up like, John, <laughs> I wouldn't fight him. But it it was so good. Like the I I mean I love the Cobra Kai series, but I definitely love the first season more cuz it focuses more a little more on his point of view. Like there's commercials of Daniel Reluru so who's now like who they got everyone back th- oh, this show. Cool. Like everyone who even a lot of the Cobra Kai members, I won't spoil everything, but mm-hmm. there's they come back even awesome. to hang out with uh, Johnny Lawrence. So, yeah, so LaRusso's like a car salesman. Like, he has a dealership, and the commercials are ridiculous. Like, he's, we kick the competition. Hiya! <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just using his gimmick from, like, from well, a small valley tournament of yeah. karate. I don't know if this is, like, a Guinness World Record or some. But everyone seems to go like, hey, I know that fight of 1983, right? Or, or four. <laughs> yeah, so he's bad. like, you buy a car, you get a bonsai tree. And <laughs> and you just see Zapka just drunk and throwing, you know, just getting angry at the TV and every mm-hmm. billboard just going like, leave me alone, you know. And But helping that kid out, he, he kind of gets inspired to bring Cobra Kai back. Mm. And... And the way it was done, he had all, uh, it took a while, but he, you know, while training just the one kid until the kid like actually beat up his bullies. And then all these nerd kids started to join Cobra Kai. And I love that take. I was just like, wow, this is great. These aren't just, you know, good looking, you know, strong athletic kids. You know, they have a girl there who is being made fun of for being overweight and, Hmm. So it's uh, like what the Karate Kid should have been back in the eighties. Yeah, it but it was more well thought out. Well, and the way he was teaching it, it was more of like honor, mm-hmm. you know, like don't disable, you know, don't uh, do illegal moves, you know. Mm-hmm. We want to win the right way, yeah. But still, strike first and no mercy, you know. So he has all these nerd kids. Uh, he pretty much flipped in the show. He says, flip the script for one kid who had like a cleft palate scar. Mm-hmm. And now he's like second best, like a crazy punk rock looking kid. Now he's like, yeah, Cobra huh. Kai oh, from wow. like a quiet yeah. nerd who's like us because he's mm-hmm. he knows Doctor Who, Game of Thrones, and all this stuff, you know, just. Yeah, it was just kind of fun seeing all these kids being nerds. And there's even a small little tweaky nerd kid in there. So, yeah, it was just fun seeing that take. And 
the reason why this happened more is because for years they wanted uh, Ralph Macchio to get back into Karate Kid, but he didn't want to feel. He kept holding off on it. He yeah. He didn't want to feel like Rocky Seven to him. Right. It feels like they. So both Sylvester Stallone and Ralph Macchio have taken jabs at each other, like <laughs> of of each other's franchises a little bit. Get that. Uh, yeah. And they are the same thing. I mean, let's be real here. <laughs> pretty much. So. He just didn't fight Mr. T. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, but when he was introduced as com- concept by uh, John Hurwitz and Hayden Schlossberg, who are both known for doing Harold and Kumar mm. and Josh Held, they brought the that version because for all those years, like. 20 30 years people have argued saying well i think zepka was in <laughs> he was the karate kid maybe he was the one that was being bullied because there are moments and they do yeah. he does tell his side of of the story in this version and it makes sense i'm going like you know it really convinced me on my side going like you know what i i'm a johnny <laughs> lawrence fan he's yeah. definitely the karate kid yeah i get that so they do that take and Ralph Macchio's character is more involved in this. And we get to second season. It changes only because it kind of focuses a little more of everyone else, like the kids and Mm -hmm. Ralph Macchio's family. And yeah, again, they bring everyone in. So, and I highly recommend people watch this series. It's yeah. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah. They're getting a third season. And just recently, John Hurwitz tweeted out on uh, the 8th saying that the last 90 seconds of season three, uh, it will make you go nuts. Hmm. And I'm like, perfect. Rematch? (laughs) Well, they they keep, you know, doing something. They don't really fight. You know, they kind of just go like, all right, let's go. And no. (laughs) All right. Five five postponed. So not another rain delay. Mm. Yeah, so that's mostly it of yeah, of uh Cobra Kai. There's other commercials. They do an enterprise commercial now and yes. <laughs> uh QuickBooks. I recommend people to watch that one. That one has a uh, crease uh training little girls going like, Hey, more mercy and <laughs> we're the koala kai people and oh, no. it's so funny. It's really good. But yeah, and uh, John Raphael, uh, Ralph Macchio, Ma- Ra- I know, <laughs> I'm, we're coming to the end, I'm just trying to, Get Ralph there. Macchio, he he also does, uh, did all these other cameos like Ugly Betty, hmm. uh, Entourage, there's a good roast of Rob Lowe, he was on uh, Dancing with the Stars, which he took fourth place. Nice. He does a pretty good job on there too. I would think so. If you like dancing, you know. I'll throw in some fun facts and then I'll get to my list. And okay, so fun facts: uh, the wax on wax off car it was a 1948 Ford Super Deluxe. Producer gave that to Ralph Macchio, hmm. which that's an incredibly awesome gift. He still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he also took from the set the headband and the karate trophy. Hmm. Pat Moriata designed the bonsai tree logo that was on the gi of the original movie. Hmm. So it was pretty cool. Special thanks was given out to DC Comics for the use of the name The Karate Kid because The Karate Kid exists for the Legion of Superheroes. So there's a special thanks for 
to them for letting him use that name and continuing or continue to use that name. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. There was also. Extra nerd cred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there was just some uh, other things like a uh, guy tried to sue the franchise because he claims to be the the Karate Kid. Of course. You know, suing for damages done to him. But how can there be any damages is what the court tells him. Like, yeah. this should be a good thing for you if you're... <laughs> if you are the Karate Kid, then yeah, that you, should have brought you, you get fame out. and fortune. Get out of here with that. The house where Terry Silver lives is actually the... Ina's house. Do you know that mm-hmm. house? It's the home designed by Frank Lloyd Wright in 1924. The house has been used in multiple films, but most notably as the original House on Haunted Hill, 1959. Oh. Yeah. And also in was used in Blade Runner, 1982, and Grand Canyon. I don't know that movie. Hmm. But I've I figured I'd throw in a horror. Thank you. Appreciate you. that. Yeah. Yeah, the Karate Kid Part 2 starred 10 days after the release of the Karate Kid. And that was the fun facts I have. Fair enough. And I'll just go through my list. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I know this is a long, a little bit of a long episode, but I, I made my list based off of the most outrageous, ridiculous bad guys because there's so many of them in yeah. this series. Even just people just talking to Miyagi you know, just some drunk guy putting their beer on his truck, and they're like, "What are you gonna do about it?" <laughs> <laughs> gonna work so, your ass. Is what I'm gonna do yep. about it. So, number five, uh, an honorable mention was chosen was the kid's name from Karate Kid Two, the young mm. kid. Uh, but I gave number five to Crease okay. because he is. He dies apparently twice throughout this entire franchise, <laughs> but they keep bringing I'd him back. I'd want to kill him twice. Yeah, yeah, like, or faked his death twice, mm-hmm. but I don't know how people, you know, like. Yeah. And just the way, he, he just wasn't ridiculous enough, but he was just mean enough to train his students to be like, you know. Use making legal it, moves. Yeah, just kind of being a prick as you said for yours uh mike barnes i kind of said a lot of it but i have to give a shout out to him because in the movie he lands on his stomach and apparently they did that a dozen times and he's a trained karate pro but and he did this but it led to him having internal bleeding Jesus. in the stomach but but again his character was just ridiculous just mm-hmm. the business deals he was able to make with Terry Silver and practically going to drop Machio off of a cliff mm-hmm. just to fight in this karate tournament it's a bit much yeah a bit much <laughs> uh Colonel Dugan Michael Ironside's character uh for he's great in everything yeah how can he not just over the top like anger trading school security (laughs) to be like a SWAT team no for a war practically just go like what do you think I'm training you for (laughs) (laughs) to guard the school Uh, Ned played by Michael Cavallari who was the head school security student who again looks like a 40 30 mid 30 year old Mm -hmm. dude in high school (laughs) there's always one and I have to say, this one part just makes me laugh. When they were first introducing the boys, uh, they 
they show the girl coming through the school and there's this song playing in the background. Moving on up to moving on up. <laughs> you go, the camera pans up and this camera holds a long time just to see these three guys in jeans and black t-shirts, you know, doing school security. Mm. Well, in the past Karate Kid movies, everyone was kind of afraid a little bit of the bullies mm-hmm. here. It just feels like the kids just don't even notice them. <laughs> They're just kind of like, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they they exist. Yeah. Uh, it's just so funny to me because I think back of when I was on bus patrol on my school bus. It it wasn't really anything, yeah. you know, but it just made me laugh. Go like, if we were that intense, we're <laughs> <laughs> the bus patrol. Get in your seat. <laughs> You throwing spit what? <laughs> hey, <laughs> every girl wants to go out with me. As I shake, <laughs> put him their head out the window. Look, do it. Yeah, this kid is so ridiculous, but Ugh. it can't top Terry Silver, Thomas Ian Griffith. I mean, yeah, I watched the clip, and it definitely kept me from ever wanting to watch Karate Kid. <sighs> Shut right. up, you. <laughs> How could it make you not want to watch it more? You know, it's so good. (laughs) My tolerance level for garbage has gotten way down in my years. You gotta, you gotta relax. You gotta (laughs) enjoy the funny in it and how he took it serious and made a choice and choice of words even. I didn't notice it, but I was watching a clip from... Uh, riff tracks even and mm-hmm. they pointed out something that i didn't notice of him saying perfect <laughs> he says it perfect. he says it that way a couple of times <laughs> in it i'm just going like he does say that but why oh it, perfect yeah just excellent just the idea that this character this millionaire <laughs> put everything on hold and yeah just to make the knuckles bleed just and even just looking at his knuckles going, like, make the knuckles... Bl- hey. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. I'm going to use it, Johnny. <laughs> well... That's we, been Karate Kid. Karate Kid, but there's been Funko Pops of it. Mm. Oh, yeah, there have. Yeah, just only four of them. Uh, Johnny Lawrence and two versions of of uh, Daniel LaRusso and Miyagi. Mm-hmm. Which one would you pick out of the four? I think I would probably go Miyagi. Yeah. He like he seems like the least annoying <laughs> and most enjoyable character of all the movies. Oh, shut up. <laughs> They're that's all great, man. Uh-huh. You got to have my point of view. Y- or do I? <laughs> maybe you'll look young as me like LaRusso maybe or <laughs> as Ralph Macchio. I'll just shave off my beard. I'll look all baby face too. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I would pick, there's someone on Etsy who made a really cool Karate Kid stand of Daniel LaRusso and Johnny Lawrence in a fight mm. and Miyagi in a big uh, dish as well, like kind of in the middle of it. I'll send it to you. I'll mm. post, I'll definitely post that one because mm. it's a really, I, yeah, this person made a pretty cool product. I I would definitely buy nice. that whole thing, you know. So, alrighty. Anyway, that is it of the Karate Kid. Before we go, Justin he has to make his pick. Yeah, I. Uh, it's funny because I I 
finally pick something random out of the bucket again. Feels like it's been a while. And I was actually thinking about these movies uh, just today. Uh, two of my favorite comedies of all time, the Grumpy Old Men movies. Oh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. I c- perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, yeah, I've been wondering when this yeah. was going to happen. I love these. They're they're two of my favorite comedies I, ever. They're yeah. We'll save I'm it because I got I I have so much questions, so much to it. Can't wait. Uh, if you like us, please go to our Facebook page, our mm-hmm. Instagram, our Twitter. That's a Nerds World that uh, comma S World. Yes. Yeah, A and W Pod. Yeah, and if you like us, please subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us a rating. Or- yeah, it all it all helps. You know, the likes and the shares. Tell your friends, family, random people on the street. You yeah, know, and find some kid and teach him karate. And be like Ty. You know, if you got something, ask us. You yeah. know, I, I I really enjoyed looking into this franchise altogether. It was yeah. it was pretty. It was fun the last two weeks or mm-hmm. three weeks watching everything random karate kid <laughs> things yeah if there's something you want us to cover you know our episodes are kind of, are very random you know they're literally pulled out of a bucket or if something's coming out soon so if there's something you want us to cover please let us know and you know we might not get it to it immediately but we will get it to it as soon as possible and yeah all like right. share subscribe do all the things yeah do all the things well that leaves us out so i've been andrew And I have been Justin. And we'll see you around in the nerds world. Be sure and make the knuckles bleed. Bye. I like that. (laughs) 